Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The Square Ball Podcast. Hello there. Welcome to the show. It's brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors, who will do a 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Tell them the exciting part, Michael. About the online appointments? Why, why do you look shocked every time I... <laughs> well, there's so many exciting I, bits. I do it every time. I find still... it all exciting. I find conveyance exciting. I find wills exciting. I find probate exciting. What's the most exciting aspect of all those three things together? Uh, you can book appointments online. No, it's a 15% discount. Oh, I thought you meant... It's like choosing your favourite child, isn't it? What's your favourite bit? <laughs> that's all, that's all, there's too many exciting bits. Details over on the Phil Hay Monday Club. Have a look for that in the Square Ball feed as well if you want to access the extra discount on Will's probate conveyancing. 10% discount on your legal fees on everything else. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the Square Ball. Propaganda. Uh, not always easy, is it, when leads are terrible? And no. we've gone from... Have we got Not quite sublime, but we've definitely gone towards ridiculous. Well, it was nice when we beat Wolves. Let's just remember that one. I mean, just to cheer us up, we are recording on the anniversary of the Wigan game in Bielsa's first season. Wow. Because, you know, I think you're unhappy now. Just think back to the desolation of that day. <laughs> We've been here many times before. Tell you what, we didn't, we got loads of, we got loads of feedback, didn't we? Right. But we don't want to overload you with misery because there's been a lot of it this week and who needs somebody sat here reminding them that they feel sad? Mm. You don't need it, do you? Maybe just a little bit. We'll have a bit. We'll put some more over on Propaganda Extra. Yeah, because we don't we don't want the like the TSB Plus members who've sent them in. We don't want to think that your work has been in vain. Yeah, so we'll we'll pile a bit of extra misery into that. Yep. And you can you can listen to it if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how um how you're doing with the old self flagellation this week. If if you've had enough, skip past it. But uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be over there as a as a lot of it. And the same for this. Bear with us, sit tight, get a stiff drink. Two minutes, here we go. Where to even fucking start? Oh, get in a bin, burn it all down. It was even worse. It was 7am here in Wellington and I had to endure a full day of work. Let's just start again. Bin it all off. Shite, shite. Well, lads, that was absolutely awful. I'm usually the kind of optimistic type of Leeds fan where I'm like Dan and I believe that yeah we can always have a game in us and we can always pull one out of the bag but God almighty after all that I think we are leaderless we have no passion no balls we just don't know what we're doing and I don't even think Gracia 
can fix it. And I do what, if we go back down to the championship, at least I'll be able to get a ticket. Put it all in the bin and set it on fire. I can't be asked. So tired. To carry on my great dead pigeon analogy that didn't get a look in last week. This week we lost 6-1 and something's eaten the dead pigeon's head. Where the fuck do we even start? We concede 11 in two games. Do we really rely on Max Verber that much? Do we need a new keeper? I don't even know at this point. It's not the manager because we changed him. We won three games and that was it. Now we've conceded 11 in two. It's like the time we conceded 13 and 2 against Man City and Liverpool under Marcelo Bielsa. Nothing's changed. Can't even blame Firpo because Firpo's been good recently. I don't know. I just think we're already down, if I'm honest. Uh, happy Wednesday, everyone. Thank <laughs> <laughs> God, that poor bloke had to go to work after watching that. No, well, I mean, I think we had it harder because I had to go home and try and sleep and I couldn't do that. Mm. So I ended up watching Succession on Sky Plus and then getting to bed and having to come in here and talking to Phil Hay for at least 15 minutes. Mm. So I've had it tougher in many ways. In some ways. You're yeah. the real victim of this, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor me. Uh, Sarah in the middle of that, I presume that was Sarah. Uh, yes. Uh, who was talking about my stupid optimism. Have to admit that I woke up this morning, Wednesday morning, and thought, do you know what? <laughs> I think we might win on Saturday. And I think, I don't know if this is me going through, I was just Googling them while we were listening to the clips, the different stages of grief. And I think I've gone through depression, anger, and I don't know if I've headed into denial or bargaining yet. Mm. I'm not sure quite where we are. De- it sounds definitely like denial. You think so? Mm. Good news about the championship tickets. They will, will be easier to get tickets in there. Mm. So that'll be, that'll be nice. There is a thing that, you know, we, we beat Forest, and sure, we were higher up the table, but we were two points clear of the relegation zone, and everyone was like, oh, it's, you know, it's fine, this is normality. Sense of calm over the whole thing. Admittedly, we've got absolutely spanked 11-2 over the course of seven days, but we're still two points above the relegation zone. You think, well, we're actually really lucky that we've just gone through two awful results and actually nothing's changed. Yeah, I mean, mm. at our worst, we are terrible. Oh, no, yeah. no doubt about I'm it. I'm not denying that. Look at, look at the teams below us. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. It's like, we, we might be saved by virtue of their badness rather than our, our skill. I think we'd all assumed that Bournemouth would stop mm. winning and then they beat Spurs and that just felt hugely depressing. I think West Ham getting a point after being two down against Arsenal as well, that felt unfair. I guess it's stuff like that. But yeah, the bottom the bottom three can't win at the moment. I really thought Bournemouth were going to give up and accept they're getting relegated mm. months ago. They should have done. Yeah, it's only fair, isn't it? Unreasonable of them to try anything else. Poxy's little stadium. But if we, if we go there and we beat them, then suddenly we're back in touch with them. It can, it can swing wildly. A victory is massive. So let's just believe, no matter whether it's based in delusion, denial, whatever, I don't really mind. This team is capable of going to Fulham and it's capable of losing and collapsing, but it's also capable of winning. Well, Max Verber was on the bench, wasn't he? And as flagged there, we basically can only defend with him in the team, is what we've seen this season. So let's just hope he's fine. So let's put Verber back in. Who, who was the other day suggested? He asked if he could play in calipers. <laughs> was, was somebody who uh, they, they tweeted us, I think, or, or messaged us, maybe. I can't quite remember. Yeah, put him out there in calipers. Um, we don't need to spend too long anyway on, on Fulham itself. We're here to listen to clips from this week. Uh, we'll preview Fulham later in the week when maybe we're all feeling a little bit better of the 24 hours under our belt mm-hmm. a bit more recovery maybe I don't know two spankings in a week quite hard, quite hard to come back I tell you what a victory though and I know it feels like a million miles away now but one one victory no matter whether it goes in off your arse how you get it whether you, you undeserve it it changes everything mm. and if we can't believe that we're going to go there and aren't at least capable of doing something 
what's the point? That's the reaction of an optimistic man, Michael. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever. You see, I fall into the what's the point. <laughs> no, I, I, I've been very much what's the point so far this week, but I've, I refuse to let these bastards grind me down anymore. I had mm. enough of that last year. I've had enough of it this year. Let's just get this season out of the way, survive, and start again. Again. Like last year. Yeah. <laughs> Do it all again. Exactly. Do it all again next year. Now, do we have to hear from some scousers about this? Limited. Very limited. They were, I listened to the Anfield rap, they were just generally like pleased. Yeah, you would be, wouldn't you? That they'd won yeah. and had scored some goals again. And oh, how, we, how we laughed when they beat Man United 7-0. All the good players. I mean, it descend, I've not included it because it's just I'm talking about Liverpool, but it's um, it did descend into them arguing about whether or not they wanted to be in the Europa League or Conference League next year. Awfully. Like Whether or not it made any difference and first someone, world is this first world problem yeah, yeah someone was arguing that it meant the money they would get from it would be useful someone saying well the owners don't spend money anyway and then you look at their team and they've got Darwin Nunes and who was the other Diaz came on and Jota and didn't they pay like 50 million quid for all of them when when Diaz came on I was like oh forgot they had him <laughs> yeah it felt a bit unfair when they brought Diaz and Nunes on and we brought on Adam Forshaw there's a whole army of them wasn't there while we <laughs> oh come on lads have you not seen the score and they did them all one by one as well didn't they the announcement was like ah 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 but anyway they had um, they did talk about Leeds briefly and um, unsurprisingly they weren't particularly uh, flattering and let's just say this is 18 seconds of Scouse you can survive this uh, just to make it through to Steve Nickel on the other side it's just it's a springboard for Nickel, isn't it next mm-hmm. And the whole team just sort of, the front line just came alive after the first goal went in. Yeah, it, it helps the fact that they're absolutely dog shit, doesn't yeah, it? They yeah. are one terrible football team, Nevin. Like, why why did he talk Grazia was the manager to, to bring in to try and say relegation's fucking crazy? Well, we were bad on the night. Beat you earlier in the season, though, don't we? Under Jesse Marsh. Yeah. Bring back Marsh. Yeah, bring, indeed. Bring back Scoobs. Bring back Marsh. What about the guy before him? Rotate people. He won't do it. <laughs> I think Marsh and, Marsh and Scoops would. Uh, let's get on to Stevie Nicol then. Yeah, so the the ESPN chat, which is where he uh, where he's employed, they were... Does he, does he live in the States now? Is that He does, yeah, because he got lost, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he got lost in the, in the woods. Lost in the woods with Haggis, his dog. Yes. I mean, he thought he was going to have to eat his dog. So just to inform you, if you've not heard Steve Nicol before, ESPN pundit, former Liverpool defender, the most strange, bizarre, dour man, mm. I think, in football uh, punditry. Yes, yeah, so he's a Liverpool... He's a Liverpool fan, and they were talking about how Liverpool were better, but he was just basically not having it. To try and judge whether they're back or whether they found something or whatever against a side that were just embarrassing. I mean, it was it was embarrassing to be a to, to be a Leeds fan sitting at Ellen Road tonight before the kickoff, thinking, right, let's get after them, let's get let's get the atmosphere, let's let's help the boys out, let's help the team out. And then they just sat there and did nothing. And for 30 minutes, Liverpool didn't even try and go forward. It was side to side. So Jurgen Klopp said, I think it's the best game we've played this season from all different perspectives and aspects of the game. Of course he's going to say good things. What about the first 35 minutes? Right, I didn't ask him about that. Well, (laughs) a game is is 90 minutes, not just 55 minutes, is it? For 35 minutes, I'll give them the due. I mean, they scored a lot of goals at the end, but I'm with Stevie. Leeds were absolutely, for the second game in a row, atrocious. He's come in there, right? Jesse Marsh was supposed to be this flamboyant, a bit like Bielsa, open, you know, hear him, scare him, high press, high tempo game. He's come in, Javi Grazia, trying to shore it up. And they've just started losing a barrel load of goals. He's correct. It's weird, this this thing about Marsh and Bielsa being similar, because you hear it repeated quite often. And I don't think we saw it did we no but you 
you saw a lot of stuff like that, didn't you? It was like once Marsh immediately replaced BLC. It was like, oh, he's tightening things up, blah, blah, blah. They're better now. And then you watch, but if you actually watched us, mm. I'm not sure that's the case. I think I think the comparison stands up that we were quite, particularly towards the end with Bielsa. So Bielsa's method was be on the front foot, best form of defence is attack, dominate possession, and it worked. Mm. But Marsh's was also be on the front foot, but not to dominate possession. So you can see, you can see the similarities, and I'm not going full, you know, succession plan bloody programme notes here but I can see why people who are several steps removed from it would think that there are similarities between them I'm choosing my words carefully here because they're not similar in style at all like I say Marsh was all about chasing it and high turnovers and all that sort of stuff wasn't mm. it and I feel, like you, could, I feel and like you could as easily liken Marsh's style to like Wimbledon of the of the 90s if you just say they were in your face down the middle yeah not particularly good to watch. <laughs> um, you could liken it to that as much as you could Bielsa, I think, in some ways. And to liken Wimbledon of the nineties to um, to Bielsa would be strange. So yeah, I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird middle ground. If, if, like, I guess the the common denominator is that it was high tempo and frantic. I think that's where the mm. comparison ends, though. Stevie, oh, well, they, they, typically upbeat. Well, we were noticing that during this game that. Alexander Arnold was moving into midfield. He's doing that. It's a thing Man City did against us earlier in the season when they had who's that child? Rico Lewis. Lewis. Yeah, he was doing it. And then I guess because we had no attacking threat, it was the same for Liverpool. Alexander Arnold was moving in. Yeah, he was tucking in from the from the right back position, wasn't he? I wasn't quite sure where he was. Uh, yeah, where so he, was he was nominally at right back, but was sort of in midfield half the time. But anyway, they were they were saying how, how great that was. But Stevie wasn't having that either. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Steve, was Stevie a right back or a centre back? He was a right back as I remember him, but I don't know if uh, so I, I saw late Steve Nicol when the Crisps had maybe claimed him. I was going to say so that the bar has been set very high for one of Liverpool's greatest ever right backs. If he uh, if he was at right back, well, that was going to be my question to Stevie: is why is it taking him so long when we've all been sat here saying that he needs to do something different with him? I listen. I don't. You kind of asking that as if as if we've just found the answer. I mean, let's be honest. He did it against Arsenal in the first half. And they get absolutely mullered. Right. And they stopped doing it. And now we're going to talk about how brilliant it was against a Leeds team that, who were at home, by the way, who probably were worse than Forest at the weekend against United. And had just been we walled by Crystal Palace. Yeah, you previously. can't go overboard saying, oh, this is it. We've found the secret. Right, so Don's I'll talking nonsense. I'll tell you something, Who's by the way. three assists? I would... I, I mean, it was against Leeds who are a complete and utter well, what, garbage what against today. Arsenal? What against Arsenal? Enough. Does that not count? Does that not count? Does, does the one against Arsenal not count? Seriously. <laughs> I think it's a little, you're way, way overboard way too early on this. I like how Steve Nichols just kind of low-key annoyed about everything, but I don't think he knows why it is that annoys you. It's just everything. Yeah, it's good that it just leaves a gap. Just fuck off. That's what he basically says. I like him, I must admit. Yeah, he's really, he's really grown on me. He has really grown on me. <laughs> I do like, in a, in a world where there's just endless hype about football, I like that there's just someone to go, oh, do you know what, shit actually. <laughs> all, all of it. Yeah. He's very much reminiscent of the get in the bin mentality. And he's very positive and ebullient when it comes to our survival chances too. Well, who are you going to go for, Stevie? Leicester? Leicester. Leicester. Southampton. Yes. Yeah. You know, Forrest were really, really bad against United. But I think... I think Cooper can organise them better defensively. I don't, I don't think it... The problem I have with Leeds, I don't think it matters. If he looks at his whole squad, it wouldn't matter who he plays at the back. Right. There's none of them. And I mean none. I can't think of one of them 
that can defend properly. Not one of them. And I think Cooper could sort something out at Forest, maybe. Okay. So I'm going to see Leeds. You say Leeds? Leicester okay. And Southampton. Maybe. He's not, <laughs> he's not heard of Max Verber, has he? This is, this is where you mm. can start getting annoyed at pundits when they haven't heard of the slightly more peripheral in their minds players, but players that we know have improved things. He was like this before once. I think it was Liverpool were playing somewhere in the Champions League and they said, what can Liverpool do to combat? And he went, I, I can't do anything. <laughs> was his answer to it. Because <laughs> well, he was a manager for like a <laughs> yeah. decade as well, was Steve Nicholl. So you'd think he'd have some more ideas. I just think sometimes if, play, if like his best defender was injured, he'd be like, what's the plan today, boss? Don't bother, lads. They're really good. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen him. <laughs> You're all worse than them. We're shit. Don't worry about it. That's quite enough leads. Liverpool chat. We don't need to spend any more time on that. If you want to properly wallow in the misery and hear yourself, if you've sent in a clip, we'll do more on Propaganda Extra. Let's go across Stanley Park then, shall we, to Everton, because they're in a bad way. They're beneath us. That's all we can do now is basically just mine these seams of all these teams who are below us Yeah, for now. Well, it's worth remembering that everyone's shit down there. Yeah. Because I think when we're, we're so mired in our own problems, you kind of forget that other teams do need to overtake us. And if they're awful, then maybe that's going to be okay. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it was interesting actually Blue Boys who we've had him before he's the Brummy Everton fan he's with, he's with it. Blue Boys with a Z we should say which makes him very young and hip <laughs> very much so yeah. but Blue Boys to men Blue Boys to yeah yeah could be but um, I mean they got Deitchin who is the obviously the man it could be a late night all male chat line yeah true 0891 type thing mm. of Smurfs <laughs> <laughs> a very, very 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 niche, niche. <laughs> <laughs> sorry where were we I think it's not. It's not for me. I don't think. Killed sexy Smurf. Sexy Smurf. Boy chat line. Sean Datcher's voice. Mm. What would that sound like? <laughs> no, let's let's not. I don't. I don't even know if um, YouTube's algorithm can can deal with. <laughs> You'd break it with Sean Dyche doing sexy Smurf chat. But um, yeah, considering he was the man. We'll talk about Smurfette. To um, go on. no, go on. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know enough about the Smurfs either. I just Sarah Smurfette. She's sexy. There you go, you've done it. I, I, if I'm not as good as you. Can't you wait to paint you blue on the final part of the season. <laughs> yeah, set the, we stay up, I might do it. <laughs> Just as a smurf. <laughs> oh, am I willing to say this now? I'm probably not. It's, it's, on, vi- it's on video up. now, we've seen it, we've, we've got it. Oh, I, can't yeah, I, I, didn't say, I didn't say for definite. I'll see, if, we, um, if we're absolutely nailed on for relegation, I might, I might make a claim, but I, I think mean, as it is, when we're still out at the bottom three. Just going to Google it, Smurf it, fancy dress. No, I don't want a fancy dress. I just want to paint you blue. <laughs> <laughs> I've done Shrek before once, and I was green. The, um, the second Google suggestion was Smurf fancy dress plus size. Do we need that, or just go for standard size? How dare you? I'm, ask, I'm asking. I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't judging you. Unbelievable. I was ask, just asking, will you dress as a Smurf if we stay up? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll I'll live my life as a Smurf. How about that? <laughs> I'll give it a full year. <laughs> Blew over everything in my house. I was going to say, do one of the days of the charity walk dressed as a Smurf. But if you're willing to live a whole year, do that instead. It could be hot. It could be all sweat, all sweaty mm. and streaky blue. Uh, I'm just looking. We'll, there is. We'll there, have a think. There is one on Amazon, which I'll I'll try and get the picture of. We'll get. We'll add that to the video. There you go. He's, a, he's not even on a blue face. Looks all right. That's thirty-one pound. Uh, 59 would you go for size medium or XL probably medium fancy dress tends to run quite large mm. you see, the blue face paint is all you need anyway that's cheap I'm is just, it blue or is it purple it is blue isn't blue, it blue yeah yeah just looking at um, some of the reviews here Stuart I says bought this for a stag do and we were gutted to find out on the day that we'd paid £38 for a onesie no hat ears or beard included as shown in the picture 
Straps kept coming loose. Stag took it off within half an hour. Disappointed. Mm. That's why don't don't bother with disappointment. Just blew me up. <laughs> <laughs> Although Ian underneath, just to counterpoint this, says five stars. Love it. Can't stop wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I literally won't be able to stop wearing it because I love committed. <laughs> Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Right, let's see. Where... Blue Boys Network, anyway. Yeah, yeah. They, um, they weren't happy with Daesh, any aspect of him, more or less. Ellie Sims has started two games this season. One away at Old Trafford and one away at Liverpool. Why don't you give him a go against these? A team that really are on the beach. We got dominated in midfield in the second half. They haven't won a game in four. In the second half, how many times did they switch the ball to William? How many so times? So easy, so easy. There was no right back. And I keep saying this all the fucking time. And I'm sorry for swearing. Awful substitutions. They overran us. They overran us. We've they have not won in four. Awful all day. I had no idea the Smurfs were Belgian. Mm. Yeah, I think I did know that. Like Tintin. I just kind of thought they were like Finnish or something like that. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, we had no right back. That's interesting. If that's a, <laughs> if that's a weakness that Fulham exploit, I was just uh, looking at who was playing right back for them because it feels like they're in a similar position with Coleman. As we are with Aileen a little yeah. bit where a lot of the time they seem to hate him and think he's terrible and then occasionally he'll be their best player. Yeah, and he's a bit of a club legend too, isn't mm. he? So you, you can't really you can't really hate him, but you can be frustrated. Although um I mean we'll come on to it on the main show, but having scored very badly in the last few games, Luke Ailing has um, has been outdone by Rasmus Christensen, who has managed to get get lower than one point eight or whatever um whatever it was Luke Ailing scored last week. Just looking down the uh, the list of Smurfs characters, there's a lot of uh, it's like it's like seven dwarfs on acid. There's loads of them. Starts off with obviously only a Papa Smurf and the Smurfette. Obviously, Smurfette. Yeah. Beyond that, though, you've got clumsy Smurf, brainy Smurf, grouchy Smurf. That's it. It's a right rip off, isn't it? Yeah, hefty Smurf, <laughs> greedy Smurf, jokey Smurf, chef Smurf. I'm saying the word Smurf too often. Vanity, handy, scaredy, tracker. Sounds a bit sinister. Sloppy, uh, <laughs> harmony, painter, poet. How come of some of them have got characteristics and some of them just have jobs? Just defined by chef. It's like, well, I've got other things. I'm... When we've stayed up next season, you can do like a week as each one, I guess. <laughs> Who do you want me to do first? What, what, what are you 
sort of cosplaying one at a one at yeah, a time. Yeah, I'll do one at a time. Probably I'll, I'll probably start on sloppy. Uh I want <laughs> Oh wow. Should we play the next clip? Yeah, go on. <laughs> so they're not happy anyway. They no, would, uh... they, they they this is they think they've they're going down as well, which is good. So that's another I say it's another one that's gone. If we if we carry on like that, right, and you can have a go at me, you can have a pop at me, we are gone. No. We are absolutely you know what? fucking shit. You know? I sat there, I've got a fella <laughs> behind me, and he told me today, he watched the channel, I'm sorry, mate, and he told me first off, we done okay, watch this, mate, we were fucking shit. Absolutely I shit. can't get over, I genuinely can't get over that those players in that second half at 1-1, did not come out and go, you know what? We took advantage of that. We take advantage of that. What was the team talk? Because because Fulham not only stayed in the dressing room for an extra five minutes, they come out and they just went, you know what? You ain't, you, you ain't going to turn up this half. And they just absolutely dominated us. As you quite rightly said there, Michael, when they've come out the dressing room, second half, they've gone, well, Evan, I'll for this now. So we just go again. We go again. We go again. And as you just said, it could have been five, six, seven. Absolute disgrace, Melbourne Football Club. I'm telling you now, don't get our shit together. We've gone. We've fucking gone. We've gone. We've gone. We've gone. <laughs> they all repeat the words trick. <laughs> so I'm having a little chuckle to myself. I found... It's nice that he apologised to swearing in the first clip. <laughs> and then used the words fucking shit about a dozen times. I found the Smurf. I want you to cosplay as first. I'll go on. Stinky Smurf. Easy done. Uh, can I read you the description? Mm-hmm. Stinky Smurf hated to wash, which gave him an awful and unbearable body scent, making him attract flies and repel his fellow Smurfs, especially Smurfette. Oh, have you considered that you're going to be sharing a room with me? Well, there is a, um, there's a redemption while we arc. Record. There's a redemption arc. Although he once managed to thwart Gargamel using his stench, so he's done some mm-hmm. good with his stink, he was forcefully given a bath. <laughs> how, how this is going to play out, we're going to have to work it out. Um and if anyone it, would like to forcefully bath me at the end of the season, <laughs> get in touch. And then became nice-smelling Smurf. There we go. Okay. That's, that's not permanent, though, is it, being nice-smelling? You've got, to up, you've got to keep it up, haven't you? Mm. Yeah, it's one of those things. Let's move on to match day vlogs then, shall we? He didn't have any Southampton last week because they just lost, was it 4-1 to Man City, I think, the week before? So, it, just like if we lose to Man City 4-1, no one will really care, will we? We'll go... Man City in it. I've not, just um, I've just, matter. just scrolled down the sheet and seen we've got Lampard coming up. That's exciting. We have indeed. So um, this, but this week they lost two 0 at home to Palace, and as we know, losing at home to Palace is bad. We deserve everything we've got in this team, but they've been so awful all season. Predictable from the board up, the board down. It's just been absolute garbage, and this is it. This is. I said it. I said, if you didn't believe it before, believe it now. It's over. There's nothing been shown by this team over the last few performances to give us any glimmer of hope in regards to turning this around. I've seen absolutely nothing. It's good to know people are as sad as we are, isn't it? It, it does genuinely make me feel better listening mm. to all this because they've, they've all really given up. And I know yeah. we can feel fatalistic at times, but Christ. <laughs> Rob, we're six points ahead of Southampton. Six. Nice. And do you know what? There's only like seven games left. Yeah, I mean that was the Palace fans in the background. In case you were uh, thinking, well, I could tell Sa- from, I could... in case you were thinking the Southampton fans were really, <laughs> were really getting behind them. There. I could tell because they had a drum, Michael. Yeah, I'm glad we sung at them. We're Leeds United. We don't need a drum as they pumped five pastors <laughs> the other week. That's the real quiz, isn't it's it? It's a real, it's a real victory that for us. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I feel like it was definitely. Uh, Forest, they're miserable as well. Should we hear from them? Yeah, they lost two 0 at home to Scum. There I was pre-match. 
full of ambition and oh, we're going to win today. We're going to win today. What an idiot I am. Oh my God. We're so poor. We are so, so poor. I have not actually felt like this because I've been fairly confident most of the season that we'll stay up. I've not felt like this since the Hewen days. I've got to be honest. We have not got a clue. 30% possession at home when it's such an important game to win. No shots are on target when it's such an important game to win. My God, I was in such a good mood today, but boy, has that put me in a bad mood. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know what you think. Um, um, we've still got games left to save it. Can we save it? I'm sorry, but in my opinion, I can't see us winning three points from, from any game. Good. Michael, I know exactly what you were doing then. You you scurried to get your notepad and wrote down something. I did. I just, I just flicked back to... Um, when he mentioned their 30% possession. 26 against Liverpool. Yeah, I knew that's what you were going for. <laughs> there are a lot of similarities out there. Like, between all these clubs, everyone just hates the same thing, basically. The board mm. shit. Hate the manager. We don't want the ball. Rubbish tactics. Never win again. Strikers shit. Defence is shit. Midfielders are shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> miserable with everything. And I think there's a tendency to kind of blame the Premier League for that but it is just this is how if you're struggling this is how it goes isn't it it yeah. doesn't matter what league you're playing and if you're near the bottom shock horror you're probably going to be shit mm. <laughs> if you want more Everton upset by the way there's a bit more in Propaganda Extra oh, thank you she's going to include some, some Neil Mopé chat which is great because I hate him <laughs> and so do they as it turns out personal grievance there excellent anyone who's anyone who's watched Neil Mopé play hates him yeah Oh, it's annoying, isn't he? He's got an annoying face. Right, we're off. Uh, we're straight off the back of Lampard's fourth consecutive defeat as, um, and they called him Everton boss then, Chelsea boss. Somehow he's ended up back there at, um, at Stamford Bridge. There's only so much you can tell them, lads. There's only so much you can tell them. They've got to do the rest, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going some, though, to be the worst manager in Chelsea's 118-year history. So that's good. Thought lost his first four, never been done before. He left Everton as their second worst manager ever. Uh, behind Mike Walker. And what's the stat that's doing the rounds? It's like he's lost 14 out of his last 17 or yeah, something like that's that. It. Is it? Which, bear in mind, we've lost 16 games in the Premier League this year. You're really going some to be losing <laughs> that many games. It's remarkable how people will just bend over backwards to make out like it's not his fault or he's going into tr- like testing circumstances. I mean, who, who are you thinking of that might do such things? <laughs> Shall I play this then? <laughs> Explain this to me. Go on. One of the candidates is Julian Nagelsmann. Yes. What has he got that the legend that is Frank Lampard, the Chelsea legend that is Frank Lampard, has not? A guy that knows the club inside out. Yeah. A guy Mm. that Chelsea fans think the world of. What has Nagelsmann done? Okay, one... Bundesliga, but he'd be hard pushed not to. Yes, by a minute coach. Yeah, yeah, you'd be But nothing else. No, no. So, what makes him preferable, do we think? Is it because he is German? I know what you're going to say. And you're young. young. Well, Frank's young. Rides a skateboard. (laughs) What is Nagelsmann? 38? 35. 35. He's 44, Frank Lampard. Frank's got plenty of experience. He's he's coached that club before. What Nagelsmann makes him better, I don't know. they have a fixation modern day coaches of, and what modern day owners of English Premier League clubs have a fixation with a foreign name a foreign coach that they would be better they're better equipped they'll bring a brand of football that we can't produce by having British coaches which is a nonsense as we know of course it's a nonsense but there can be no other reason then that Nagelsmann should be rated higher than Frank yes he's won a Bundesliga title but you're right you'd be hard pushed not to be Bayern Munich that's just I've done yeah. The English exceptionalism baked into that is absolutely phenomenal, isn't it? 
What's Nagelsmann done that Lampard hasn't in management? You know, name all those great things Lampard's done. Uh, I yep. took Derby from sixth to sixth. Mm. Chelsea from fourth to fourth. Yep. Everton from seventeenth to seventeenth. Or was it eighteenth? I can't remember. When he it left. couldn't be eighteenth, could it? No, really? but I mean, by the time he left, I think oh. he, he'd. Yeah, but that's not on him, it was, is it? It was a two-year project. It was difficult it? for him. It was, it was up against impossible circumstances. He got them out of that relegation battle he took them into. Didn't he? <laughs> he, did, he did. He successfully, <laughs> successfully yeah. steadied Meanwhile, them. Chelsea are hiring all these foreign managers like Graham Potter and Frank Lampard <laughs> twice. Nagelsmann, I, I don't know a great deal about him, but like very young and has worked his way up through coaching, taken smaller jobs, hasn't he? Built his way up, got a little team in Hoffenheim into the champion, into Champions League and all that sort of stuff. Did well with... Um, it was he was at um, Leipzig, wasn't he? Then yeah, did did well with them. Success at Leipzig, not for everyone. Not for everyone. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so and then yeah, won the won the league at Munich, which admittedly isn't a huge achievement because they do basically always win it. But still, compared to Lampard's achievements, which were win some stuff as a player, be given a good job, be given another good job, be given another decent job, be given another <laughs> good job, without none of it with any kind of justification. Mm. Just trying to see if there's a Tory. He did. Smith. He did a good right. spell on. Um, uh, what you call Privileged it? Privileged Smith. <laughs> what was the the quiz show he was on? It wasn't. Was it a league of their own? He did probably probably had a good good winning percentage on that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe his most successful career outside of uh, outside of playing. I think. But Keys and Gray still think he was uh, he was worth a go. The legend. And I I think I think give him I think give him longer. I know he's yeah. lost these four, but how can the often when you bring a temporary manager in, the players don't respect him enough. What you need is... He's not been backed in the market. What you need is he's, five years. And also it's been difficult because he didn't know how good Real Madrid were, so that's not fair. Yeah. Mm. Better, better team for 60 minutes though. So something to build on there. I think he, needs more, he does need more time. You're right, Michael. Especially when he's such a good progressive manager playing three at the back and three defensive midfielders and wing-backs <laughs> and you're 2-0 down on aggregate. Are you going to inflict Rory on me now then, Michael? Yeah. You remember a couple of weeks ago he said this was the best thing ever to get Lampard back. It was going to bring the belief. He this thought, is the best <laughs> day of... My life as a Chelsea fan. They were going to get to the Champions League and win it. This is Rory Jennings, by the way, if you don't know Chelsea Rory, who has somehow forged an online career out of saying stupid things. But um, should, well, what's he saying this time, Michael? Um, well, do you want to stay with? Do you want to start with this week's stupid thing? Actually, yeah, this week's this week's uh, reactionary nonsense. This is ahead of the Real Madrid game, but this is again just him talking bollocks. <laughs> but if things go badly, we are in touching distance of being sucked into a very serious relegation battle. If Nottingham Forest win their game in hand and beat us, which let's face it, they're totally capable of doing. If they were to win their game in hand and beat us, it's six points. Mm. It might be worth putting ourselves through the grinder just to, just to hear Rory squirm as Chelsea drop towards the trapdoor. I mean, they've got 39 points. They're not go- I mean, they're Shut not- up. No, they're not going down. It's, it's, it's absolutely impossible to go down. Thirty-nine points will be enough to stay up this year. I'm completely confident of it. Yeah, and if, even if, if and that, even if yeah. even if Forest, yeah, Forest beat them and win a game in hand, then they go within six points. But by that point, there are only five games left, six games left, something like that. And they also require. Why are you even explaining? <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't even ex- don't give him. Why has he not? Why has he not looked at it? Well, he, he has, but this is what he does because they're sat in mid-table and there's basically nothing to do now but see out the season. But he's got to carve an angle. He's got you've got to play on some sort of non-existent tension to keep things ticking over, haven't you? Mm. I've, I've really enjoyed um, a few, few articles today saying that you know Lampard he needs to concentrate on the players with a future at the club, and then basically there's there's a report going around that everyone is up for sale at a price because they've <laughs> fucked the financial fair play so badly. Yeah, I mean they those, just need to sell people by June the thirtieth as well. Clear Lake, who are their big funders, 
And yes. they're, I mean, they're going to be in for billions, aren't they? Good. And it's got to be based on Champions League. It is based on Champions League presence, isn't it? And that's not happening. Nope. No. So they're, they're they'll in trouble. Be, they'll be on the phone to uh, Juventus and Real Madrid and Barcelona again. That's... Um, Super League stuff. Have you still got the? Uh, have you still got any of the details on that? Because I, I know we pulled out with the first time, but probably do with a few hundred million quid now. If if that's still going, and it'd be it's really interesting to see what happens over the next two years now because FFP PNS is is a rolling three year average, isn't it? So you can mm. go over and above it in one given year. Is is it thirty nine million or something like that for one year, and then it's about 103, 105 or whatever it might be over a three year period? I mean, they've absolutely skyrocketed past that in this season alone and they're not in the Champions League which means are they going to have to be really tight with the purse strings in the summer what's what's going to happen and they've then already how does it happen next season And they've already agreed to sign a player from Leipzig haven't they oh the yeah summer, Kunku's which is in the, yeah. incredible but yeah they need to they need to sell players desperately just to balance the books for this season which means they're desperate to sell players by June the 30th the rest of football should agree to not buy a single player from them. <laughs> yeah. Even if you want one of their players and they're offering him for like two million, just go, nah, you, why, don't you, why don't you keep them? Why don't you keep them and well, keep paying them? I was going to say, you imagine they'd sell Conor Gallagher, wouldn't you? Because um, he came through their academy. So in terms of like a PNS, he's got no value on the books because he didn't sign mm-hmm. like a five-year contract. So it's all pure profit if you sell him. So he's going to go for one. Maybe, but I just think no one should buy anyone. We should offer £500,000 for Conor Gallagher. <laughs> Yeah, okay. To be fair, probably would, wouldn't we? £500,000 on Jorginho Rutter. <laughs> and JKA. Bless him. Uh, yeah, so it's funny you actually mentioned money because following the defeat to Brighton, obviously they were well-run, they had all that stuff. <laughs> yada, yada. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever, well done. <laughs> <laughs> None of it matters. But it seems to have brought a weird moment of clarity to Rory does this. And I don't know if he's been, how long he's been following Chelsea, but I get the feeling it's about 20 years. Yep. So it's kind of interesting what he has to say about this. Chelsea are more money than sense. Loads and loads of despicable cash. Loads of disgusting money sloshing about the walls of Stamford Bridge. I mean, the stolen money of the <laughs> Russian people. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he remembers the, that, that Roman fella who yeah. was in charge. Like, and, and when he came in, didn't they kind of do what uh, Keys and Gray are identifying there? Bayern are saying basically Nagelsmann's going to win the league with Bayern because they've got all the money they're the biggest club and all basically when Chelsea just came in and just spent a load of money stolen mm. from the, the Russian people yeah I really liked Didier Drogba last night saying that there's no class at Chelsea anymore and the club have lost their values and it's unrecognisable to when he was there he's like hang on a minute didn't you just spend a load of money and sack your manager whenever you were unhappy with things yeah outspend people It's what they're doing now is very 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 Chelsea and of, yeah. of course pre you know, pre-Abramovich, it was a very wholesome... Oh, yeah. Mm. Ken, Ken Bates, well, Ken Bates' money all came from legitimate sources, mm. didn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. His overseas property work, his, his overseas bank that he ran. Mm-hmm. He's, he's synonymous with class, isn't he? He Ken is, Bates. absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, the Some of the, the, the money that was... Careful now. ...taken <laughs> from Matthew Harding helped. Yes. Given from, by Matthew Harding helped. But then, sadly, uh, he was not there to, to see the success in the same way as Ken was. No. No, Michael. He wasn't. Uh, does that wrap it up then for this time? That'll do. Finish on a bit of finish on a bit of Lampard bashing. Why not? And it's better than talking about Leeds, isn't it? Let's face it. Yeah, who've they got this weekend then? Don't matter, does it? <laughs> 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 I'm going to predict they will lose. Let's have a look, see who they've got, and distract ourselves from all the bad stuff. Who have they got in the dugout? Most importantly, 
Is it Frank Lampard? A good man. That's who they've got. Mm. Um, oh, Man United away. Oh, look it out. It says postponed on my th- on the fixtures I'm looking at. Oh, right, yeah. Don't know why that is. Is it something to do with the Champions League, which they're no longer in? Is it the Cup? I don't know. Is, there, is, that, is that still going, the Cup? It will be, won't it? It'll be something to do with that. All competitions. I don't see, like, you know, on the Sky Sports app, you can kind of favourite your uh, the competitions that you follow. <laughs> don't really bother with the, <laughs> with the Cups. Yeah, it looks like the next game might actually be against Brentford uh, next Wednesday. All competitions. Yep. The FA Cup is still going. I'm pleased still to confirm. Running, is it? Uh, Brighton are playing Man United in uh, in the FA Cup. Oh, that'd be why that was postponed. Yeah, four thirty on on Sunday, which is great for them, isn't it? Have a nice time. What, what round is it? No idea. Quarter final, semi finals, somewhere be- something after the third. <laughs> At least we're concentrating on the league. <laughs> Absolutely, as always. Right, well, let's wrap it up there then. We've got some propaganda extra on the way, a bit more uh, Everton tears, some some bloodletting at Leeds, yeah? Yeah. All the good stuff. We'll catch you over on that. See you soon. The Square Ball Podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.